welcome to another episode of Slash Report. Uh, my name is Dion. Uh, I'm also known online as Kitsune Heart, but everybody here in the chat room knows me as Dion and probably won't remember my fan name. Today we will be talking about the deep, dark pit of fandom, where no fan goes and returns. That is right. Today we are talking about Homestuck. <laughs> I need to put some more dramatic music in there for that. Um, <laughs> but um, that wasn't dramatic enough for you. <laughs> no, no, no. I I'm gonna go in and add in some music for that because it it warrants yeah. it. Um, so if you have been on Tumblr, it, even if you're following just somebody for a different blog, you've probably run across the Homestucks because. Uh, we we sort of have infested the internet, and at the same time, there's a lot of people who do not understand what this thing is about. So good, when I heard the them. Slash Report wanted guest episodes, <clears throat> uh, I knew that I needed to do this. So uh, I guess we're just going to start with giving a quick overview of what Holmes... Oh, actually, we should start by introducing ourselves. So uh, if... Uh, everybody wants to introduce themselves. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Robin. I'm the one who keeps talking out of turn. Should I go next? Yes. Go next. Go next. My, my name's Dylan. Hi. Wonderful weather we're having. Yes. Um, I'm Katie, and I'm going to be talking about ladies. <laughs> As she well should. Um, so... Actually, these are all people that I have met in my area through a Homestuck group. Um, the Homestucks are very active in like local cosplay. So um, we actually have all met each other and touched each other's faces and things like that. Um, and it was glorious. Um, I guess general briefest possible introduction about Homestuck. So this is sort of a thing that I've seen run across the internet a few times, so I'm going to just read this out real quickly. So, let me tell you about Homestuck. Um, <laughs> there is a game which is played when a re universe reaches the end of its life cycle. The game does not cause the end of the universe, um, but it does give the game players a chance to create a, universe, a new universe in which they will be gods. Uh, during their game, many of them will die, but like any good game, they are given multiple lives, as they have physical bodies, dream selves, and even the opportunity to go god-tier and become functionally an immortal. Uh, Homestuck the comic itself is about a quartet of human children who play this game. And so that's the start of Homestuck, and then it goes just wildly awry. Uh, yeah. But that's the basic premise of Homestuck. Yeah. And so does that have, anybody have anything to add to that? Because that was just the most <laughs> bare-bones description I could manage. Well, I think it's important to note to people that uh, the trolls are another set of kids who played this game. Basically, they just have a different species. I think it's important and... to note that it's full of weird shit. Yeah. Very, <laughs> very, very full of weird shit. Um, it's 98% weird shit. Yeah. I think... The way most people end up noticing Homestuck on their Tumblr pages <laughs> is when they start running across these weird gray-skinned kids with these weird candy corn horns. Um, Probably an SFW. And that's how you can definitely find a Homestuck. So, 
from here we might be going into spoiler territory, so anybody who actually wants to read Homestuck maybe should attempt to read Homestuck before they continue listening. But yeah, the trolls are another session of the game. So we have two sessions of the game, and they interact with each other from different universes, basically. I think the trolls end up being the larger draw in Homestuck. Um, for a variety of reasons. Um... Alright, sweet. So, uh, last thing we were talking about uh, before the call dropped. Um, so, I think Robin and I are going into one of the bigger debates in Homestuck. Really? I didn't even notice this. Okay. Trolls and humans and the notion of skipping to Act 5. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no? no? Do you really want to bring this up? Yes. <laughs> no, I think this is a very valid debate for us to be having, Especially actually. Especially for introducing people to it. Can I, can I say what I was saying real quick? Yeah, go ahead, Robin. Okay, here's the thing. So, I think that the first act, and a little bit of later in the... It's kind of part of the good part of the humor of Homestuck, is the, the repeats in the jokes. And I think part of the reason the first act can be so boring... Um, and the, the early acts in general is because you're setting them up for later. And later, they become hilarious. This is incredibly stupid. That phrase <laughs> is, not, is not funny to someone who hasn't read Homestuck. And, and it can be slightly funny the first time, but when you get into different variations, uh, and even plot things are more interesting when you notice the parallels. So I think when you skip parts, you're missing a lot of the symbolism and and a lot of the humor in the comic. So when Robson said uh, this is incredibly stupid, that was one of the it's one of the running jokes in <laughs> Homestuck. Actually, uh, she wasn't saying that Homestuck was stupid. It's one of the jokes is that you'll be doing something extremely complicated and convoluted, and you stop all of a sudden and go, "This is incredibly stupid," and that happens like every few hundred pages. Which is very frequently in such a long comic. Yeah. Yeah, you missed a lot of good things. Uh, actually, the reason I first started reading Homestuck is because of my personal favorite joke in Homestuck is something that happens, I think, in Act 2 or 3. Uh, and that's uh, John's initial Betty Crocker freak out where he goes to the <laughs> gushers. Um, so, so one of the main villains in Homestuck is Betty Crocker. <laughs> like, like... Like the food person, like Betty fucking Crocker of the cakes. And the legitimate villain, like one of the biggest villains in the series. <clears throat> Probably not the big bad, though. And, and I do want to clarify real quickly. Skipping to Act 5 is... Uh, it is... Ill-advised. It is verboten <laughs> almost in the Homestuck fandom. Act 5 is when you start running across the trolls for the first time. So before that, uh, it's just these human kids running around, and occasionally these trolls will text them, but you start actually seeing them interact in the comic in Act 5. And, you know, I actually want to argue differently. Uh, I think if you're trying to get into Homestuck and you're interested and you're having a hard time, I think reading some of Act 5 to start with, just to get you hooked, is okay. But I don't think you can go to the end of Act 5, Act 1. I think you have to read a few hundred pages and then you have to go back to the beginning and read all the way through. It's a little like starting um, the Doctor Who reboot in season yeah. two because that's when they start to get funding. But, yeah. you know, you don't want to miss Eccleston, the other nerd. May I elaborate? Go ahead, Dylan. 
All right. Well, going off of what Dion said, it's all right to start it after. I mean, it's all right to start at Act Five, but essentially, just like Doctor Who, if not more so, Homestuck is a gigantic time paradox, which means that yes. things that you read later in the comic, you can Absolutely. read earlier in the comic and go, oh, oh, yes, Slay. That's right. Yeah. But by while reading Act Five is tolerable and it's great and you could get into it, by skipping to Act Five, you are essentially essentially neglecting a huge part of the body of Homestuck. There are which, things that... I don't know, things, it's just a piece, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and, and it's not just that. It's that it's it's not just that you're skipping the plot in the early part of Homestuck. A lot of the, the stuff that happens in Act 5 has so much more depth when you've read Act 1 through 4. Mm-hmm. I think there's something... Especially the animation. Don't skip that either. Yeah. Animation is definitely important. Um, Everybody skips so, the animation. Like, there are a lot of callbacks, and even rereading Homestuck is really great, because oh, yeah. you come across these jokes that you didn't get at the time. <laughs> like, the big one, I think the big one everyone runs across, when they've gotten caught up to Homestuck as it is about now, and they go re- read again, um, there is the Colonel Sassacre's book, which is this enormous <laughs> book. Which, when you read it the first time, uh, John Egbert, who is one of the main characters, sees it and says, this book is enormous. You could kill a cat if you dropped it dropped it on it. Or something along those lines. And three years later, thousands of pages later, that's exactly what happened. But you don't remember that. So you go back and you're rereading Homestuck and you see that and you just, like, you yell at your TV, like, sorry, you yell at your computer, like, hussy! Did, like, Hussy, did you actually set that up four years in advance for this one throwaway joke? As a person who read To Catch Up, um, and this was only a couple of months before the mega, and no, it was, I caught up um, right before the mega pause, like about two days before it started, which sucked. Um, yeah, I read it in a week. <laughs> so for me, oh my God. <laughs> and it was, it was midterms. Okay, so Megapause or Gigapause? I need to clarify. <laughs> well, Megapause. I, yeah. Okay. Megapause and then Gigapause. Okay. Um, so, so further terms to define for people listening. The Megapause happened about two years ago when Hatsi no. took a... No? Yeah. It wasn't this last summer. It was the summer before. That wasn't a summer. Wasn't it? It was spring. Oh, it was spring. That's why um, it was spring midterms. <laughs> Okay, I was not actually in Homestuck then. It was then, last but, spring. But he took a break uh, to finish Act 5, Act 2. And the Gigapause is currently underway, which is why Wait. you don't see much Homestuck. Uh-huh. Hmm? Hold up, you're, you're wrong. Yeah, I am wrong? I, I caught up in January of 2012, and we were already into Act 6. Okay, so when, when was the Megapause? I what wasn't was the Megapause wasn't to finish anything. It was because he was working on the game. Yeah, and that the... happened. That would have happened in... Um... 2013. In late 2000. Mid-2013. Summer? Spring, maybe? Because spring. The, the Kickstarter was announced fall 2013. Fall 2013? Yeah. So, I'm um, just going to clarify this. The Megapause went from... 413 of 2013 until 612 of 2013. So about two months worth of Megapause. 
the Cascade Pause went from the 6th of September 2011 until the 25th of October 2011, so about a month and a half. The Giga Pause has gone from the 17th of October 2013 until the present, which is currently July the 26th of 2014, so we are rapidly approaching one year without Homestuck, which is why we're all a little screwed up right now. And the Kickstarter was in the fall of 2012. Okay, so so there was uh, a pause where Hase was finishing an act, and uh, at the end of it, he updated the comic with like a 17-minute flash animation. <laughs> And this, this has become legendary in the Homestuck community. Cascade. The Cascade pause. Yeah, it, it's, an ex, it's a long flash animation that wrapped up the act and a lot of storylines uh, before we move on to the next act. And it's very epic, but the thing is, he told us that we're ha- there was a hiatus, and then he put like a status bar showing how long it was until the update had finished, and when he finished, he posted it on his website, and his website crashed. So it was also posted on Newgrounds, which is the big Flash animation website, <laughs> and we crashed Newgrounds. And somebody had managed to download it from Newgrounds, and they put it up on Mega Upload, and we crashed Mega Upload. So the Mega Pause is now, I think now it is less than half the length of our current pause, which is the Giga Pause. And the very final Homestuck update is coming. It is it is it is inevitable. And uh I think we're gonna break the internet. Like we might. What is it? At least half of it. It is already here. So just just imagine like it's been two years since that happened, and Homestuck has only grown, and this is an even longer hiatus. It, it's sort of terrifying to Homestucks now. I love that 4chan thought that it would, that it would <laughs> hurt us to crash MSPA. Well, so, so in, the, in the great 4chan war of uh, July of 2014, 4chan couldn't figure out how to disturb Homestucks. And so they decided that they were going to crash the MS Paint Adventures website, which was adorable because uh, every update for the past like year, we have crashed the website. May I clarify something? Yeah. As a 4chaner before Homestuck, I'd like to point out that this entire thing, this attack, that this social justice Tumblr that attacked 4chan, I would like to clarify that it was actually 4chan who set up a fake social justice account on yeah. Tumblr and attacked 4chan. So 4chan was attacking itself, so 4chan is getting revenge on 4chan for attacking 4chan. And thus the circle of stupidity is complete. This is exactly. stupid. This is stupid. Uh, this is incredibly, incredibly yeah. stupid. So if you're wanting to get into Homestuck and this has somewhat tempted you, uh, now is the perfect time because you will get uh, the the siren call of the Homestuck, which is update. Um, and With an eight. Update. update. Who's gonna die? Alien kid is gonna make you cry. Okay. Yeah, it's it. UPD number eight. Update. Um, what is that sound? Sorry yeah. for the baby. 
babies. Oh, Why baby. Are babies. <laughs> just <laughs> don't, just edit it, Tell it out, you know. Why are there babies? What? Okay, so when a troll and a troll love or hate each other very much, the drones come to visit them, and they are asked. <laughs> no, I think and this is like, a discussion that actually please. needs to happen for this podcast. What, what happens when? And so the drones are like relief oh, into this bucket. Are we going to talk about troll romance? I think it is time. So this is slash report. So we do need to talk about shipping. So I think excited flailing. It is time to talk about quadrants. Everything is better with shipping. Oh my god. And I'm just watching the video of this call and just watching everyone. One person here is like, yay! The other person is like, oh. <laughs> no. Katie, aren't you the person who hates Rosemary? No! I will talk about my feelings about Rosemary once it becomes relevant. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because okay. I have I have explanations for my emotions. <laughs> and if Aridin ever comes up, I will express my feelings about Aridin. <laughs> Which and is that it will come up because Aaron. I'm going to bring up vanilla and snow shovels. No! No! Please! Continue, Dio! <laughs> okay, so, uh, shipping in Homestuck. If you are a shipper, this will be, like, not like crack, it will be like the special meth. Like the special meth <laughs> from uh, Breaking Bad. There are over 24 main characters and four types of romance. No, so so for wanting to count just main characters, we have eight kids and twelve trolls. If we don't want to include the alpha trolls, in which case we have twenty-four trolls. If you're going to include the alpha trolls, you have to include the ancestors. And if you have to do that, we have to control the ancestors. There's thirty-six, so forty-four. And that also takes away the villains and Midnight Crew oh and the parents and the guardians. There have been arguments on Tumblr about who has the greatest shipping opportunities, and just Homestuck wins hands down. We have an enormous cast. But, more importantly, we have the Quadrants. And if I may, mm-hmm. we're not even including into account Leprechaun. Oh, <laughs> no, no. We're going to talk about Leprechaun. 12 different types of romance. We don't understand. We have no... Unless you do. Okay, so, no. so before we get too damn sidetracked, uh, the quadrants. So the humans in Homestuck are pretty normal with humans. They have like love and you know friendship and things. But with uh, trolls, they have something called quadrants, and that means they have four types of romance. Um, so if you watch shows and you see two people just like bickering at each other, and you're just like they just need to fight and then they need to fuck, um, that is the thing in Homestuck. It's kind of like a Punnett square from biology. You can have romance being either based on pity or hatred, and then it can either be platonic or sexual, or as we call it, concupiscent. So you can either either have someone who pities you and wants to have sex with you, and that's a mate sprit. Um, you can have somebody who hates you and wants to fuck you, and that's a kismesis. Uh, if you have somebody who pities you and just wants to take care of you, that's your Moirel. That's like your bestest best friend who keeps you from doing stupid shit. And if you... And and then the one that nobody seems to like very much is if there are... I know! Okay, fine. Like, there's not that much auspitous porn. Um, But if there... (laughs) It's not concupiscent. You're clearly not in the right part of the Okay, apparently not. So if there are two people... Well, see, I've actually written a fic about that, but... 
Uh, so if there are two people who always argue with each other but would not do well in a kismesis, a third party comes in and mediates between the two of them and keeps them from arguing, and that is called an auspitus. Yes. Oh, I thought that was a high five, not a hand waving. Oh, yes. Um, is uh, I'm I don't think this is untrue, but uh, can't uh an auspitus also come in if people are like infatuated with each other to the point that it could harm one of them? So there's 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 always this thing where people want to like make new uh definitions new definitions and it could really go but like based on Carcat's discussion auspitus is two black rom potential partners who are mediated well and, and that's partly because you have the red and the black halves and and just as we we as humans relate typical romantic love to comfort Hatred and mediation are also paired in our minds. So I, I don't think it quite works with red romance. So this is a, a fun thing that always shows up in homesick fanfics is when the humans start getting involved in Quadrant. <laughs> they just start really screwing around and redefining things and the trolls get really angry. Especially uh, the main troll, his name is Carcat, and he is obsessed with romance. So if you start screwing around with Quadrants, he gets really angry and it's adorable. See, it's funny, everybody portrays Nepeta as being the most obsessed with Quadrants, but it's really Carcat. Yeah. Nepeta's only interested in red, the, red uh, flushed Quadrants. Flushed, that's true. Yeah, um, so, so Nepeta would be the, the fan avatar in a way, um, except then we got Captain Calliope. <laughs> Uh, but but Nepeta is a huge shipper, and her entire thing is running around and being like, "Oh my God, these two people will be so cute together!" Do 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 do. Um, and she is, of course, also forever alone. Um, forever. 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 Um, She's a cat. She is a she is a cat girl. <laughs> so so those those are quadrants. There there is the red rom, which is mate sprit, which is pity fucking. There's black rom, which is kismesis, which is hate fucking. Moira, which is best friends, and that's uh, pale. But it's it's much it's much because it's also they make specifically the point that it's about keeping them from being a danger to themselves or society, and it's very much about about calming and yeah yeah. And dude, this is how Homestuck will screw with you because (laughs) there's a thing among the fandom that we call pale porn, and. It, uh, it is, it is, it is... So goddamn And if you start watching other shows after you've read Homestuck, it will screw with you. Um, unfortunately, now when I watch Sherlock, I just watch Sherlock and John, and I'm like, oh my god, they are so pale for each other. This is amazing. And you, you can't go back. There's no going back. Holding hands just seems like the kinkiest shit. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I actually got screwed for Kismases because characters that before I was just like, ooh, burn. Now I'm like, I want them to take a tumble together. <laughs> Looking at each other's eyes. Looking at each other's eyes. I was literally watching Star Trek The Next Generation the other day, and I was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Picard and, oh, what's her name, the lawyer lady? Whatever, this lawyer lady and Picard, they're like, going at each other, and I'm like, go at each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're definitely flirty too, though, so it helps. Anyway, sorry, sidetrack, nerd sidetrack, helps voice. 
it, it, and it's great because now when you're watching your shows, you don't you don't have to sit down and say, "Oh no, I want these two characters to be go- together," but I also want these two characters to be together. How do I choose? You don't have to choose anymore because of Homestuck. You can have one of them fuck because Moriarty they pity Sherlock. and one of them fuck because they hate each other. And it's great. yeah, Moriarty Sherlock is the most amazing kismesis you'll ever see. Oh, oh my god. You just you just watch that and you're like, oh my god! It's my Kokoroko Doki Doki. Touch the weens, touch the weens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tumble, thank you. Tumble. So so just so everyone knows, Robin uh, can't have her door open, so she will be referring to touching the yeah, weens as a tumble. Having a tumble. Having a tumble. Which is great because I have a tumbler. Please don't do that. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna reblog the shit out of that. Another fun thing, I'm just looking through my notes right now. Uh, here's a thing that I absolutely love about Homestuck because I think it's affected the fandom a lot. Um, trolls do not understand homosexuality. And it's not because none of them are gay, it's because they do not understand why you would not love somebody based on their gender. The very notion of forbidding yourself from being with someone because they are the same or the opposite gender as you is completely stupid to trolls. You might almost say it's alien. It is. Can I can I can I step in to talk about Kanaya? Yes. It is time for it okay. is time for Katie to talk about her her Kanaya and her rosemary. <laughs> Okay, um, Kanaya is particularly relevant when it comes to this topic because uh, Kanaya has been confirmed to not feel sexual attraction to those of the opposite gender. She's only interested in having sexual relationships with her fellow ladies. Um, when asked about this, Hussey, I believe, don't say that I'm quoting this directly, but I remember it being said by Hussey at some point that Kanaya was not gay, but she does have a lady fetish. So she specifically is only interested in having a tumble with those who are also ladies. <laughs> so it's not that homosexuality isn't something that exists, it's just not something that they acknowledge or identify with. Kanaya, by by our role, is a homosexual, but in Homestuck Alternia troll land, she's just a person who happens to like girls. Yeah. And the only way that would be in any way relevant to her life is if the drones were coming... And she had not filled her quadrants. And this gets into one of the sort of problematic things about Homestuck. uh, Is that the trolls, they live on this very... uh, Is autocratic the right term? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just autocratic, very very, uh, controlling society. Where one of the components is that when you reach a certain age, we're never really told the age, the drones come and you have to contribute to the filial pale. And if you do not have a black rom and a red rom partner, you will be culled or murdered the fuck out of, basically. And so now I do have to, since I'm mentioning this, this is the bucket thing. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Genetic slurry. Yeah. The genetic slurry. Uh, if you have seen Homestuck stuff, you might see trolls running around or humans running around with buckets. And you don't get it. Um, that's because trolls spooge into buckets. That's, that is a thing. That is a thing in the comic. That is canon. Um, Do they need a moment to process that? 
<laughs> I think Katie needs a moment. She looks like she has a headache. <laughs> She's, I don't want to touch this with a 20-foot pole. Leave me out of it. Leave her out of it. Um, yeah. So Homestuck, as you can tell, it's very complicated, and it's really fucked up. Robin, you're back. Robin, yes. we just told him about buckets. Oh, I missed it. Yes. I was saying goodnight to my boyfriend. I wish I had missed it. Poor baby. I was saying goodnight to my friend who has been sitting here the whole time and does not read Homestuck. Poor baby. The most romantic thing that you can do if you're if your significant other is a Homestuck is read Homestuck for them. Agreed. Uh, or my boyfriend or, just caught up. Oh my god, you actually got him to do that is no, that's seriously um, romantic he, shit. He already read most of it before, like, years ago. He got into it when it first came out. But he recently caught up because he saw Cronus. And he's a oh, greaser-loving shithead. Cronus! So he loves Cronus and hates everyone else. Oh. I had this friend who was seriously my headcanon and Dave. And he loved um, Problems with, Loved it, loved it, loved it. And then he read it Homestuck, liked the first four acts, and hated it once it got to Act 5. That's because he's a communist. <laughs> it's exactly. it's because he actually liked the stuff that everyone else thinks was boring and repetitive. And it's just really frustrating because he is literally my headcanon date. He does all these like crazy ass, completely unrelated to anything metaphors that are totally like make sense. And he has the blonde hair, the totally like twiggy look, and he wears aviator shades. Uh, Robin, you could send me a picture of him after the podcast. Let's get back on track. <laughs> Goodness, Dylan. Uh, oh. Oh my. We were uh, we were finished talking about buckets. We are and not, I think we were we're not going finished to talking get... about buckets, especially because I missed it. Okay, the other day I was at Raging Waters, or this was last week. Oh no! Do they have one of the things? The giant. Okay, you know the pirate ship. The pirate ship, which is basically oh. a giant bucket on top. <laughs> I was with a group of. See, this is what Homestuck does to you people. Yeah, <laughs> we were You're talking going to about water how depraved it was to have buckets pouring on all these children. I was in Home Depot a while ago, and I was checking out. I finished buying things, and I walked past this line of buckets. I'm like, haha, buckets. But then I look at the front of them, and the front of them, all of the buckets say, "Let's do this." <laughs> I bought the shit out of that. Okay, have we already talked about have you filled a bucket today? Oh my god! There's a children's book called Have You Filled a Bucket Today? <laughs> oh my god, we looked it up. I wish you could see Katie's face. She, she, she's just rocking in her chair. She does not want to be part of this conversation. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this. So yeah, we... We end up becoming immature fucks when we see this. Uh, oh my god. I want you all to know that I also went to Raging Waters recently, and I saw that oh. bucket, and you know what I thought? Pirate ships are cool. That's all I thought. <laughs> well, obviously you haven't been reading the same fanfics as we, I have. We also we also had the reaction of, Yar, I am mine fang. Yar. With so, her, you know. her bucket pirate ship? Yes. That, isn't that something that Dilscar would have? Fan fiction that I read. Oh my god. Let's yes, time to start discussing fanfiction. Because this is slash report. Okay, Katie. I think that Dion should what? No no no. Katie has something good to tell me. Uh, okay. Um, Katie, go ahead. So we 
Are we only talking about fan fiction that is slash fan fiction? I realize that question doesn't matter because I actually don't read like anything that isn't lady lady. Anyways, um, um, no, honestly, if you are okay with some of the worst things in the world, there is a pairing in Homestuck.com and it's made up of two adults, um, the Marquise Thinner at Mine Fang and the Dolorosa. Oh and the ship, ship name is known as Dolafang. And it's not a very popular ship because it encompasses a lot of terrible, terrible things. Um, most notably, non-consent to like the roof, to the ceiling. It's full of it. Mindfang has mind control powers. <laughs> we may continue. <laughs> yes, and so that's actually relevant. I'm I'm glad you reminded me to specify that in particular because oftentimes it leads to a lot of the fan fiction, although it is non-consent, presenting itself as half-assed consent. But anyways, I'm I'm actually going to tell you about <laughs> dubious. Yes, that is the word. I'm going to tell you about one in particular that actually does not portray non-con in any way, but is, you know, questionable regardless. It can get pretty bad. But it's my absolute favorite. I've read it at least eight times, I believe, and it is almost 300,000 words long, and it's a work in progress. Um, <laughs> it is called Deepwater Strange Bedfellows. It is amusing. It is witty. Uh, it, it, they do not, I'm going to warn you now, they do not have a tumble until well over 200,000 words in. (laughs) Is it a good tumble though? Uh, the first tumble, I was actually not that happy about, but subsequent tumbles have been delightful. Um, Oh my goodness, I'm sorry, I'm reading the tags on AO3 and I am intrigued. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Uh, the only thing I, I will say to people uh, listening to the podcast is it is basically a one-ship fic. There is mentions of the other character, Jewel Scar, coming in and how he interacts with them, and he does have a black rum relationship with Mindfang, but that is definitely not the focus. And then there's also a pale romance with a original character. Let me just say, not a fan of original characters, but I would marry this man in a heartbeat. You know, that's the, the, the thing about this is... I, I actually really love when there is a focus on a certain romance, but they include other quadrants because so many times people are focused on one quadrant in a fic. And I love that they're actually that from the sound of it, I love like I love when people actually incorporate other quadrants. In a troll's life, like if you have not filled all four of your quadrants, your life is sad. You could have three out of four, but if you don't have that fourth one, it's just how sad you're so alone. You only have three people that you can be with for the rest of your life. Or four. Or four if you manage to get your your, your yeah. ashen quadrant. Okay, but but I two of like... them you'll get killed if you don't fill them and fill a bucket with them. This is true. So sad and I would, like, and... I would make a point. Mm-hmm. So, on the point of original characters, I'd like to mention that Hussey has declared that all characters yes. made are canon. And all ships are canon as well. Have you guys seen the, the best troll um, Tumblr post that they're like, this is my essay, he is the best troll. Oh no. And it's basically Sweet Girl and Hella Jeff level. Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought it would have been uh, a troll sona of Raven Darkness Dementia. Oh no. Uh, uh, yeah. That's uh, Ebony Raven fucking hell. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Katie's losing it again. I heard that Ebony and uh, Draco have quite the tumble in chapter. Why do you know that? Okay. 
Sorry, what the fuck are you doing? No, 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 no. Why do you know that? Why do you I know? had to narrate that during the NorCal meetup. Of course I read it all the way through. Is there a video of this? I'm glad I missed that. Alright. I think there actually is a video of it. I'll, I'll give a link to you later. Let's just uh, continue with the podcast. Let's yeah. stop talking about this. Other, other... Fanfictions? Yeah. And then uh, other ships. Let's talk about Other Side of the Heart. Oh! Oh god, Katie, have you read The Other Side of the Heart? This is widely known as one of the most heartbreaking fanfictions in the world. I, Let I, me clarify. Literally. I do not. <laughs> I do not canonically ship Aerosol. At all. Wow. Even black, canonically speaking. Like, kind of black, but... But this fic... Rips you a new one. So the characters are are Erdin and Pora and Solix Captor, I just want to say, and that's called Aerosol. Okay, but but okay, you know that scene in Indiana Jones where the guy tears the guy's heart out of his chest? That's what I felt. Well, that's what happened to Erdin. <laughs> okay, not literally. <laughs> hey, exactly. You hurt me. You hurt me. So in the fic, there's a thing about snow shovels and a thing about vanilla and a thing about um, bees. Well, not bees, bee jewelry. And it 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 hurts. But it's so worth reading. So it, it's six months off, but for Sack Winter, I will be Aridin. I will be human Aridin. No. And I'm bringing a snow shovel to Sack <laughs> anime. <laughs> and that is my entire cosplay. Katie is so confused. Um, Katie... I, I know you're not in, interested in the weens, but it is worth uh, reading the fic. Even with the weens. Though, for me, the weens are a yeah. I, th- Robin, I think it's, uh, the other side of the heart, the one with um, Solix is a computer hacker and Aridin with the defect. Yes. Is he a hacker in that one? I thought, I thought he was just like, he was a programmer and then he also plays a lot of Minecraft. There's this, there's this, these two people, they always dress as, as hipster Aerodan and Solix with a Minecraft t-shirt, and it just, it breaks my heart. Oh, and it's human stuff, so. So here's the thing that's screwing me up. I'm teaching kids this summer, um, and all of the boys in my class, and it's always been the boys so far, oddly enough, they all love Minecraft, and every time I see that, I'll, I just know I can't take it. I saw a guy on the train with a Minecraft t-shirt, and I literally, oh, I got misty-eyed. Katie has a creeper. Thanks, Katie. Um, so the, um, yeah, that thick. Yeah, it, it will destroy you. I mean, if we want to, if we want to get into this discussion of, a uh, fix that will destroy you, I think we have to talk about the trilogy. The, the, what I call the Pet Stuck Sobbing Stop Trilogy. Don't tell me spoilers, I... okay? Oh... Oh, Robin, you might need to leave because, I mean, <laughs> Katie, Katie's so, Katie's dancing. She's either dancing or she's, like, waving her face because of tears. She's crying. So, so yeah, for recommendations, that's my recommendation. I call it the Pet Stuck Sobbing Trilogy. Um, they're by three different authors. They're all thick-married. Um, the first one, historically, is called Before I Sleep which is a retelling of the story of the signless, who is basically Homestuck's Jesus. Homestuck's cursing fucking Jesus. The second one is Loophole, which is a story about Vriska. And, and I just watched Katie start cringing. 
And that, like, Katie and I are actually working together on doing a pod fig of this. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. And then the third one is Unwanted Free Ugly Troll by Cold Hope. Um, and that one is about Karkat and Solix. And these are all called, they're called pet stock because these are stories where the trolls live on a world where the humans are the dominant species and the trolls are pets. It's hugely problematic and it is addictive. She's not a pet, she's a child! <laughs> she's not, yes, they're not pets, they're people. That's not how the American legal system sees it. <laughs> people can be pets too, have you read Fifty No, please, don't bring that up, I... I just saw the trailer today. My Dullifying fan fiction has taught me. <laughs> Do you always listen to the safe word? What is the safe word? In Dullifying fan fiction? Yeah. Another Do thing. I, another thing. I, okay. 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 I, I'm sorry, Katie. This is this is about the hot dogs. So I just need to talk about what? the series. It is um, it is called Strider Clan by Brotherfuckers. Oh God! Please explain Strider Cest to us real quickly, Robin. Okay. So basic Strider Cest is. Dave and his older bro, who, um, spoiler alert, is apparently biologically his father, but not through shenanigans, through, well, shenanigans, but not tumbling. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... Interstellar shit. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, but, um, it has problems, but it's fun for the points. <laughs> and, yeah, so this particular one ends up involving... Alpha Dave, who they've named D, um, and Dirk, who is, it's, it's complicated, but basically they're all spiders, and then Dave and Bro. Um, and uh, there's just one, it's a fluff thick mostly, because it, it starts with, with the prawns, but it gets into just this fluff that is, so, spoiler alert, um, Bro and Dave are Dom and Sub, and respectively, and it's Burrow and Dave, you know, getting frisky. And Dave uses the safe word because they're doing um, shibari and mm. rope slips. And and so he uses the safe word and it's just like, oh my god, are you okay? And then they eat ice cream on the couch and play video games and snuggle. And I'm just like... <laughs> I can't on, the, on the note of people reacting to fluff, I'd just like to point out that hardcore thick readers do not even make a facial... They don't move a facial <laughs> muscle for a hardcore porn. But when it comes fluff. to fluff, yes. we squeal like pigs. <laughs> Dude, I, and you know, right. while we're having this this Strider Sess discussion, I want to bring out something really important. Homestucks do not give a shit about incest that much, and there's a reason for this. Uh, when Homestucks started, we were introduced to our four main kids, who are John and Jade, and then Dave and Rose. And they were just these friends playing a video game, and that's all we knew about them. And so, of course, you know, anything, you start shipping people, and people would often ship John and Jade, and then Dave and Rose. And, like... They're similar. They're similar. They look similar. Well, like, a year or something into Homestuck, <laughs> uh, or even longer, I don't remember how long... It must have been, like, two years, because it was Carcat who revealed this. Um, it was revealed that John and Jade... And then Dave and Rose are biologically siblings. <laughs> so there was two years of shipping going on already. And the Homestuck fandom just went, fuck you, I'm an adult, I'll do what I want. And they just kept shipping it. 
and I think Hussey decided that he was going to lampshade that with the trolls, where that, that filial pale thing is canonic, canonically called an incestuous slurry. <laughs> the, cano- the exact term. All the ch- troll genetic material goes into an incestuous slurry inside the mother grub, and the mother grub give birth to eggs, who become the next generation of trolls, who are extremely inbred now, I think. I, I love how Karkat is so um, confused and angry about their distaste for incest. Yes. This just makes me so happy. <laughs> Katie looks so excited. Um, so yeah, one of the favorite things in Homestuck is uh, to not only ship people with siblings, but also to ship them with themselves, because we have a lot of time travel. <laughs> and also to ship them with their ancestors, um... And also, it, there's a thing called Dancestors, who are both your descendant and your ancestor. And, like, a, a really fucked up grandfather paradox. And Katie looks so excited. Katie, <laughs> something to say to the class? <laughs> I'm actually going to backtrack a bit and tell you a, yes. kind of a funny story. It's, it's pretty short. But it relates to this whole uh, John J. Dave Rose thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm pretty big on Dave Rose, and I don't care for John Jade at all. And I have a friend uh, who's opposite. He doesn't like Rose Day, but he really enjoys John Jade. And we got into an argument, and we each gave a reason for why ours were better. And it sums up Homestuck that our reasons were his claiming that John Jade is better because in most in a lot of fan fiction, Jade it has a penis. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and then my reasoning was, I was like, well, listen. With uh, Rose Dave fanfiction, you don't have to specifically search for femdom. It is all femdom. <laughs> Literally, like, everything. I can't even tell you that you, Rose Dave is, is femdom. I have never all run across a fanfic where Rose is with a man and Rose is not a dom. Like, true. if she's with a lady, it'll be like, sometimes she's a dom, sometimes she's not. But if it's a dude, Rose is a dom. And it's amazing. I think I read one that was um, Rose's dad. Oh, God. And that was the one exception, I think. But it was kind of like a neutral, not like no one was dumb, so. Wow. I I need to read that then. I I, I can't find it. There was a famous incestuous fanfiction. Oh, Oh, Dylan, are you going to talk about incestuous fanfiction now? Oh, no, I was going to get up into um, fanfiction, actually. Oh. Fucked up fan yeah, fiction. Like, like John, you, know, you shared one with us. What, 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 could you could you please <sighs> tell the podcast about your war fan fiction, please? I did not write this fanfic. Let me start that by saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this one. <laughs> Kate, Katie hasn't heard this story. Okay, so currently there's a thing going on called the Homestuck Shipping World Cup. Katie's super excited. The, the, the setup of this is that you are on a team for your ship and you write stories and there are bonus rounds where somebody will give a prompt and they will say a ship and then you have to respond to it. So one of the prompts was foreign words and I did uh, this German word for uh, eating past the point of comfort and I decided to do bro and dad. And so dad is a character who is... Uh, um, He's the dad of John Egbert, and he bakes cakes a lot for his son, and that's sort of the thing, like, uh, he bakes, there there are cakes everywhere in this household. Oh. Katie is backing away from the screen. She's not okay. You're gonna be even less okay soon. 
Um, and I decided, so it was eating past the point of comfort. And I thought it was going to be like nice, fluffy pieces because I, I, I said red rom. So I'm like, red rom, let's make this cute. Let's make this sexy. Eating past the point of comfort. The very first response I got, and I've gotten like three responses. The first response I got was this story where bro meets dad and dad invites him over to have dinner. It's like, oh, good start right there. Um, and at the end of dinner, you know, they're being very sexy and they're like, so uh, do you want to like do the thing? And the thing turns out to be the bro has just consented to have dad unhinge his jaw, guide bro lovingly into his mouth, not his penis, the entirety of bro. Down into his stomach. And once he is within Dad's stomach, Bro reaches out and it just goes tap, tap, tap on Dad's stomach wall. And just Dad goes tap, tap, tap back. He's like, yep, you're in there. And the next morning, Dad wakes up and he feels his butt and his butt is a little bigger. And he's like, ah, that's Bro right there. He is forever with me now. And this is the response I got. Because nobody can mess with Homestucks like Homestucks can mess with Homestuck. Like, they saw us and they went, oh no, maybe we can take down their website. And we just got up, laughed, and kept going. Because there's nothing that you can do to us. There's literally nothing that you can do to us. That we haven't done to ourselves. We haven't done to ourselves. I did this to myself. And, but I, I got some other cute ones where just like David, like bro and dad sat down and they had cake and bro was just still eating because he didn't want dad to feel bad about there being so much cake and that was beautiful. But it's never going to erase from my mind what has happened to me. <laughs> Digestion. And uh, you see, the great thing is I'm going to have to link to that. In, in the show notes, I have to link to that for everyone to read. See, I haven't read it yet, and I need to. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, oh. On the topic of um, strange fan fiction, though, I'd like yeah. to say that Home is not very... It doesn't necessarily have more of these weird fan fictions than others, but it's certainly a lot more visible in our fandom, mm -hmm. I'd like to think. So, okay, but I just saw a fanfic the other day of on... And uh, from Harry Potter, Ron and uh, Professor McGonagall. So, you know what? No, <laughs> no, no. You know what the good one is? Dobby Sorting Hat. Dobby has always wanted clothes, but never this. <laughs> wait, wait. Hermione Sorting Hat. I've actually read it. Oh my god. <laughs> it was traumatizing. <laughs> he he had a tumble in her hair. So, 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 like, this is, like, a, a theory I've been working on, the fandom perversion potential. That uh, It does not matter what your starting point is. The larger your fandom is, the more perverse it will become. So, like, My Little Pony, huge fan base, really fucked up. Homestuck, huge fan base, really fucked up. It doesn't matter that you're starting with My Little Pony with, like, a kid's show, and Homestuck is, like, for older teenagers. If your fan base is big enough, it's fucked up. I would almost argue that with My Little Pony, it is more fucked up because it started at such a at such a base. Mm. Like, just, just like, 
This is this is why I'm having to work out the math of the fandom perversion potential. Yeah. Like, anyway, go ahead, Katie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, My Little Pony is making us irrelevant. <laughs> Anyways, I was actually going to talk because yeah, you you were saying Nepequius, but I actually want to talk about the worst fan fiction I've ever read, and okay. I linked it to my friend. And because I needed to drag someone down with me, <laughs> and the fan has since been removed from A3, it's not on AO3 anymore. And I'm I'm both thankful and also like upset that I can't send this to anyone else and put them through the same. Wait, before, before you continue, was this purposely bad or was it unknowingly bad? Um, it it wasn't bad. You'll you'll have to listen to my explanation. All right. Um, all right. First of all. I'm going to be honest, um, I frequently have read, like, um, Doc Scratch Rose, like, this kind of, like, weird, creepy dynamic, and it's because I've always been really interested in that weird, creepy, like, taboo, like, like, just subtly, like, eerie kind of stuff, but this one I read, and I forget why, I think somebody linked it to me. Doc Scratch and Rose, real quick? Doc Scratch has a cue ball for a head. Yes. And he's he's thirteen year old girl. <laughs> he, yeah, he's ridiculously old. They're pretty much um, um omnipotent or no omniscient. He talks to young intelligent girls and manipulates them subtly. So yeah, and he flirts with them subtly as well. Yeah, so it's yeah. like this really like creepy messed up stuff but uh it's it's kind of it's it's interesting to read in the same sense that lolita is an interesting book to read mm-hmm. anyways so somehow somebody sent me this fan fiction or whatever and it happened to be about uh, jane crocker who is one of the uh later set of four kids and dad and that's her dad and it wasn't bad because it was just terrifyingly like oh my god i can't believe they're doing this this has got to be illegal in at least 29 states it was bad in the sense it was so creepily realistic like it was it was just eerie because it was all possible and it's all it was it was awful like i felt sick i wanted nothing to do like it never got that bad but it was always that bad because it, like I said, it's it just sickingly realistic. It, it it was just pedophilia, and it was just like, ah, and it was. It, I, I like can't that. even explain how bad it was, and I'm sad that it's deleted, so nobody else can understand how traumatizing it was to read that. Like Daddy Dearest, worse. Um, it was it was worse because that's not as realistic. Uh, <laughs> wait, which one is Daddy this- Dearest? Daddy Dearest is one of the fandom's most famous fanfics, and it's John Egbert and infamous. his dad. It, it, it's infamous. And it's John Egbert and his dad. There are so many pics called Daddy Dearest on... Yeah, yeah it's, it's, so, it's so infamous that there are many other fics that have taken that name trying to like become like original Joe's Pizza or something of, of the fucked up fanfic world. Okay, but you have to understand, I am... As a person who got into Strider's desk kind of accidentally, <laughs> and then formed the daddy kink from it, <laughs> I, I I hate to say it, like, I would never ship it canonly, or, like, in real life, but John Dad. Yeah, John Dad is an extremely popular ship. Um, I wish I didn't like it, but I do. Yeah, It's probably because of the um, father-son dynamic. I see that a lot in fan fictions. Interestingly, if you look it up, and I have looked it up for reasons, um, there is 
plenty of John Dad, and there is like one Jane Dad fic. And Jane is the alternate version, basically, of John, and Dad is the same basic dad. And it's just interesting that the uh, father son dynamic is there within the fandom, but the father daughter one well, is like. Well, I would like, say it's because we don't see as much. I would say we don't see as much of the the Jane dad dynamic. You don't see her. See, John has this resentment towards his father. Just actually, all all of the kid, the the first four kids do, and it's very. And I think that's well, not Jade. Sorry, sorry. What am I thinking? Jade does not. Jade loves Papa. Um, uh, anyway, Jade but, was raised by a dog. Well, yes, but yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that range of fanfiction. He's kind of only kind of her guardian. It's, it's weird. She doesn't, she doesn't realize he's the guardian of the planet. Jade thinks she's being raised by a dog. Anyway, back to what I was saying. John has this resentment for his father and his overbearing actions, but and, and but it's really that his his dad sees uh, there's this kind of like self-loathing thing. He writes horrible things all over his wall. And his dad is basically trying to help him, and and there's kind of disconnect. And I think that that's such a great dynamic to work with. One of the interesting things about Homestuck, uh, we haven't covered, because uh, we've covered all this shipping stuff, is that the characters, when they start Homestuck, are all 13 years old. Uh, they have mm-hmm. since age up to, like, 16. It's an interesting look at these 13-year-old kids who are super angsty about life. And Hussey captures it so well. Like, when you were a shitty little 13-year-old and you were like, my life is terrible, my parents don't understand me, that's exactly what's going on in Homestuck. Rose gets a pony and thinks it's her mom mocking her. Yeah. Yeah. When in reality, Rose's mom is just a drunk who's caring about her child (laughs) and has a thousand cats in her basement. Not to mention all the wizards. She does! Oh god, the wizards. I have so many feelings about the wizards because it's like it's it's her trying to connect and she thinks it's a prod at her and it hurts. Yeah, like all of the parents who are alive are trying to raise these kids and doing objectively a great job. All is not a good term for that because there aren't many, especially now. Are, is there anyone whose parents are still alive? Anyone? Dad. Dad is still alive. Wait, no. Jane's dad is still alive. Not John's dad. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, spoilers. <sighs> yeah, well, I mean, I think we, disco- we discussed very early on. There's going to be spoilers in here. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, that was kind of the major one. Here's the major spoiler. You're going to get hurt in this in this comic a lot. People die. But here's the th- that's a good thing to bring up. Uh, people die in Homestuck. People don't stay dead in Homestuck. I mentioned, like, early on that when you play the game, you have multiple lives. You have your physical self, and then you have a dream self. So you can die in your physical self and be woken up as a dream self, or die in your dream self and be woken up as your physical self. But a third thing that can happen is that you can die and be re-risen as a god. So in Homestuck, inevitably, someone you love is going to die, and you are going to start sobbing. Like, your favorite character is dead, and then like five seconds later, they have become a god. And you're just like, what? That fic, okay, not fic, what am I talking about fic? That that flash where John goes got here. I, oh my god, with the mayor, and the mayor is sad. I love the mayor. Mayor. Everyone loves the mayor. Oh, okay, back to the 4chan thing. They were like, 
things where the mayor gets hurt and I'm like really that's even in canon yeah um the mayor is sacred the mayor is good Dave Mayor Pale yeah yeah that's a good one I have seen I have seen a Dave Mayer red fanfiction everyone loves the mayor and the person in the fan fiction has put Mayer in so that he actually talks in a really, really deep voice. I think smooth jazz, 80s radio. Liberty, justice, <laughs> civility, aren't, education. Aren't you, just the, aren't you just the cutest little man in the world? Okay, I just oh, yeah, realized the that I should. I just realized I do a lot of cross, cross fandom stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I now ship Mayor Captain America. <laughs> I'd like to point out that another major homestuck thing is to make humanizations of other fandoms and to do alternate universes, yes. especially with fan fiction, so that you have um, things like, oh, Avengers and Homestuck in the same story. So I, I wrote just a, keep an eye out when you're surfing to these. Yeah. I wrote a Dave, well, I haven't finished it, a Dave Link, as in Legend of Zelda fic. It's not done yet. I need to finish it, but... Yeah, that's a thing. And I, I, I don't think my writing style has developed enough yet, but I just like I like the idea of the wings. And... So I'm just like looking through my notes right now. Like, let's hear. We've talked about pet stock. Can I talk about crack ships now? I um, I actually have <laughs> a, uh, I actually had a um, fanfic writer that I wanted to talk about a little Ooh. bit. Oh, go for because, it. Because this is kind of an interesting thing, and it, it applies to uh, Matt, who wrote Herding Cats as well. Uh, uh, there's the person who's writing fanfiction in there. Um, AO3 is Sun Breaks Down, if you want to look them up. And they wrote a lot of amazing Homestuck uh, fem slash, And their writing was fantastical. But basically, as I was getting into the fandom they were leaving the fandom but they i just wanted to say that uh if you want to look into fem slash love they have a lot of amazing terezi vriska a lot of amazing vriska kanaya a lot of amazing vriska rose i think they have a lot of amazing uh rose kanaya they have a, a really amazing rose kanaya vriska and their stuff's really good so i just want to be like hey check that out if you're into fem slash at all because they do, I'm looking at their AO3 right now, they have 55 works in Homestuck. So even though they don't write it anymore, you have some stuff you can go through. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thick. I need to start checking thick dates because there, there are fan fictions that I started reading and I got really, really, really invested in and I find out that they have been a, um, MIA, MIA from, from the internet. Not even the fandom, the internet. And I'm just uh, 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 there's one. It's it's called College Stuck. And okay, uh, I should explain. I don't even know if I ship them in canon, but for the prawns, I my favorite three characters to ship are Dave, John, and Carcat. I think they all have an interesting dynamic with each other, and especially when all three of them are involved. Anyway, there is a. It's, it's mostly John Cat, but there are other ships in it, and it's called College Stuck. And oh my god! So premise of the first chapter is that Carcat doesn't understand the human concept of love, and and John is really adamant about it. And Carcat doesn't understand why his his affections are not getting through to John. And Dave, he has time powers that are different than his actual time powers, but in this fic, 
yeah he he's just like okay dude you're just no and he takes Carcat into the future where Carcat proceeds to watch older Carcat and John have a tumble I can't believe we're still using that word <laughs> okay, it's just sorry. a funny word but it's I, the only word I use you can use it anywhere walking down the street just, there's a bunch of kids you can be like I'm gonna have a tumble with that guy I just I have feelings about that fic and oh my gosh, and then they stopped Would right you, after uh, they do the thing where like they're at a party and and I think I can't remember which character it is, but I think John no, Carcat is really, really drunk and he tries to get a kiss from John and John refuses because Carcat is drunk because he wants to make sure it's consensual. And I'm like it's <sighs> cute because Robin. Consent. heavy breathing about Robin. Yes. For the for the people who might be listening into the podcast, would you happen to know the name of the author? The total thing there's it's a series called College Stuck. Thick is called Now I Won't Settle for Less, and the author is T A I M A T. And there's also some really cute but really really sad Dave Tavros. Mm. And it hurts because because Dave is essentially using Tavros to get sexual practice. Mm. Oh, I've read. I think I've read that one. It hurts. It hurts me. Okay, so Robin, if you want something similar, um, there's one I've been reading called Two by Two. Yeah, it is a post-game college stuck type thing where John and Solix end up getting together, and Solix is pale with Carcat. Carcat is black with Dave. And then John and Carcat start getting like a little red, a little pale. It's really confusing. And Solix, of course, being Solix, is like, uh, why don't we have, why don't we have both? Why not both? Why not both? So two by two might help you, and it's been updating. Speaking of Dave Cat, Black Beloved Red. Uh, real quickly, I want to say something. And Katie uh, and Robin, we've had this discussion before. Um, I'm cursed. So. <laughs> I blame you completely, Dion. I was so invested in that. Yeah, I was. I was excited for the epilogue of hurting cats. Thanks. So I got it. I I finally caught up with Homestuck about a year and a half ago. So I immediately then delved into the fan fiction, and I ran across several fics: um, Serendipity Gospels, Hurting Cats, Black Beloved Red. Uh, Three very well known, very respected, very followed fan fictions. When I started reading them, they stopped updating. Just cut off. <laughs> I'm getting flipped off so much right now. Black Beloved Red started updating again. A little bit. And then stopped again. And stopped again. I'm still following her her Tumblr, and she is She's been being bullied. She actually said something. She's like... It's so sad because there are so many people following me looking for homesick fanfiction and I'm just posting random shit. And I'm like, yeah. But the other two, uh, the Serendipity Gospels, which is this amazing uh, Trezzy Gamzy fanfic that like goes into the ancestor story. And the ancestors are like, they're like, they're like the Jesus. They, they are the Jesus and it's just all the trolls have an ancestor who did some great, amazing thing. And Serendipity Gospel goes more into that, but you also get to see like a great Terezi Gamzee black rom. 
and it hasn't updated. It hasn't updated a damn word. And I started reading like a week after the latest update and nothing has happened. And then Herding Cats apparently was officially abandoned. Uh, Dion, if you ever start reading Deepwater Strange Bedfellows, I will murder you in your sleep. <laughs> um, but I wanted to. <laughs> Wait until it's done. Okay, okay, look. Uh, send me a message when it is done. Will you, will you try and remember that? And yes. I will try not to read it and curse it. Because I also started reading Hemostuck no, and it no. hasn't updated. Dion. Uh, are we recommending fanfiction right now? Yeah, I think we are. Yeah, We, oh, we have, have been, I think recommend. we have. Go ahead, Dylan. I have one to recommend. Oh dear. I'm no, it's about this. not exactly it's not it's not exactly slash. It's actually a very respected one. It's very, very eloquent. I I think mo I think some of you have already read this. You know Strider's Edge? <gasps> ah no? I've heard it's of the one I've that takes place uh it's the one that takes place in um Oxford. I would highly recommend this toward anybody who's getting into fan fiction as it isn't actually slash, but it's very it's something that you would see in like a soap opera. Oh my! We are gonna like, have lists of these, like, right? Because I'm not gonna be able to remember all this. Oh yeah, there's a list. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give okay. you, I'll give you a link afterwards. But right. it's basically where John, surprisingly, where he isn't in like a relationship, but he's actually an observer, and he's observing everything that happens in this university. Like I got the impression it was sort of almost um the feel of. Oh, what is that movie that just came out that he didn't get an Oscar? The Great I I feel like it's almost like The Great Gatsby in narrative style, though not content. I found a fic recently, and I still haven't read it, that's um, The Midsummer Night's Dream with Homestuck characters. Shit. The, uh, I believe it's the same person that writes Deep Water Strange Bedfellows. Just some fantastic other fem slash pieces, and one of them I think focuses on a, a a Shakespeare play. But I think they're performing the play, and I can't remember right now which one it is. I, I feel like that's such a big fanfic trope right there. Like, let's have the the one where everybody reenacts like doing a play. Like, let's do Shakespeare. Our two quadrants both alike in dignity. I I know this is completely unrelated to this, but I was just on my Ao3, and I need I remembered I need to say Dion. You write such good black rom. Winner take all is one of my favorite black rom fics in the I, world. Yeah, I do write fanfic, and I I guess now that it's been mentioned, it has to go into the show notes. Oh I my think God. we're all fanfiction writers, are we? I'm a full uh, fanfiction writer, but yes. I'm still I've, trying to finish my one story. Though. So am I. I've written one, but I mostly art. So. Yeah, Katie. Katie does draw very well. I draw lots of femslash. Yes, she does. Um, I figure. Speaking of Katie and femslash, uh, did you ever talk about, I, I think you said something you were going to explain your feelings about Rosemary. Yeah. Oh, um, yes, actually, I can talk about Rosemary and be completely relevant. Um, it's one of there's... the few things, to start out, Rosemary is um, Rose Lalonde and Kanaya Merriam, and it is a thing that is almost universally shipped by the fandom from what I've seen, um, um, partly because it's canon. Rosemary is fantastic because it is indeed a canon um, 
fm slash ship in the same way that that's a lot of people that's the reason uh several people like dolafang is that even though it is this kind of abusive shitty thing it is indeed canon fem slash and with dolafang it's even like grown women it's not just teenagers but the thing with rosemary is that and i what you have to understand is that i often make jokes like i drink to forget rosemary is canon and this isn't because i dislike rosemary it's because i dislike canon rosemary like i i draw rosemary i've cosplayed rosemary rosemary's okay okay (laughs) but um it is yeah yeah rosemary's fine but i do i do make lots of jokes and the reason i make a lot of jokes is because i am huge about Vriskan, which is Vriskan kanaya and a lot of people who are big with Vriskan hate rosemary so i actually have to tag my rosemary frequently like I'm posting Rosemary, I have to tag it or else I'll lose like 10 followers right off the bat because it's it's just like a little corner of the fanfiction where Rosemary isn't fond. Like nobody knows Rosemary very fondly, but yeah, it is what it is. See, I'm that person who I can strongly ship something in canon and strongly ship something else in canon because I, first of all, um, in Homestuck, everything is canon. Uh, because everything happens, but not all of it is part of the alpha timeline. Weird time shit. Second of all, uh, it's because I'm one of those people who looks at people, it, this is in real life and in, and in fiction, and I say, gosh, they'd be great together. I really want them to end up together. But I'd also be happy if these people ended up together because they'd still be good. I don't believe that there's anyone's one true love. I think there are many true loves, and most people choose one. So, Which brings up my favorite Homestuck fanfic convention is Post-game world, everyone's pansexual, they live in a big free love commune. Yes. Um, and I actually have two fanfic series that I recommend for that. Um, there's Fifth Iteration and The Village, which are, uh, they are both you know, post-game worlds, everyone's pansexual, um, and they're amazing. Everyone's um, pansexual and polyamorous, specifically. Yeah. There, there are still quadrants and everything. The fun one with fifth iteration is that everyone becomes sort of an amalgam species. And then Tavros comes back from helping catch fish on the sea one day, and Gamsi smells really good. Gamsi smells so good. And then they frick for like five days, and then Gamsi lays an egg. <laughs> okay, I, I need to, because of eggs, I need to go back to Black Beloved Red because I need yeah. to explain why it's so wonderful. So it's. David Carcat are in a black rom, but neither of them want to be in a black rom. They want to be in a red rom. Well, kind of. They kind of, it's, it's, they, and, and what it is, is they end up creating an egg that is half human, half troll. And Rose and Naya have been trying to breed, like, a new race so that they can actually, like, continue. And, you, know, you have to specify, Robin, they didn't do this intentionally. Kanaya comes into Karkat's hive, sees a bucket full of genetic material, and just absconds with the genetic material, and doesn't tell them. Yeah, okay, and so then suddenly they, like, thrust this baby onto Karkat, and he's completely heartbroken from Dave leaving him for Jade, because he wants to marry Jade, who isn't into quadrants. And... I just, and Karkat is raising a baby who is an OC and is the cutest thing in the world. And she's like an amalgamation of David and Karkat. And 
Karkit is hiding the baby from him, and they both have these unresolved feelings, and I have these unresolved feelings, and oh my god. And then I started reading it, and I fucked up all the updates. Fuck you, Dion. Fuck you. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it, it's a good one. Um, you know, at least with my fanfics, at least with University, like, it turns out nice, and it has it has finished. And actually, it moved on to, like, one of my favorite fanfics ever, which is rule number two. And actually, I have to bring up, the main villain of Homestuck is called Lord English, but when we see him now, he's in his, like, child form, which is called Caliborn, and he is the shittiest little asshole you've ever seen. Crack ships, Caliborn hussy. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but uh, rule number two is second part of Universe C, where Caliborn, who is a time traveler, goes to this new world, and the very first person he runs across is future him. And future him goes, hey, you're going to fuck it up, but don't fuck it up too bad. And the next person Caliborn sees is his son. I love Caliborn because of this fic. Like, he's the shittiest little character, and he is my baby now. Oh. Caliborn shooting Gamzee, I literally watched that one, that, that, that not those few panels over and over and over. And when I feel sad, I either watch, like, there's a few different Sherlock scenes I watch, or I watch Caliborn repeatedly shooting Gamzee with a machine gun and hitting him with a, with a crowbar. That is... So is that your hatred of Gamzee, or love of Caliborn, or hatred it's, of Caliborn? It's, it's, it's not that at all. It's, it's simply the, the fact that Caliborn is just doing it without giving a single shit, and that Gamzee... Just doesn't give a single shit, and it's just so beautiful. And the music in the background. And, and the Gansy is so determined to help him. <laughs> like with the, the the keys and the I can't. So Dylan brought up there's music in the background, and that's super important. <laughs> yes, that's the entire discussion. Because Homestuck is a multimedia presentation. It is a, a webcomic with, you know, animated GIFs, but there's also music during animations. And, gosh, and what else do we have? We have music, animations, comic, and a lot of text. So much text, so much talking. I had a friend who couldn't pass the first two pages of Homestuck because it creeped her, literally creeped her out too much that the comic characters moved. Yes. Like that his eyes shifted. Okay. That was relevant. Technology okay. is scary. <laughs> what is an animated GIF? Uh, what is this? What is this strange ovalist rectangular style? Yeah. What you expect them to just stick around all day? Spending five minutes trying to give John Egbert a name. I was I was but gonna make a, a joke, uh, Dion, because you asked Robin, and you were like, "Oh, why, why do you enjoy watching that scene? Is it your hatred of Gamzee or your love of Caliborn?" And I was about to be like, "Oh no, man, I enjoy Gamzee being shot a lot too." <laughs> <laughs> but then that wasn't the reason. I was just like, "Oh, oh okay." <laughs> I really, I, I, I like that scene because of the elevator music in the background. Yeah, it's it's just it's so soothing. Uh, you were talking about multimedia and Homestuck. Oh my god. There's a lot of merchandise now. Recently, uh, Hesse got a deal with We Love Fine, and just the merchandise keeps coming, except that recently we got the horns. No, no. <laughs> so, so, uh, the trolls each have different horns, and they're starting to sell horns through We Love Fine, and they're the saddest things you've ever seen. And even the, the model, you can tell that she's done. 
She she's ashamed. She shall never work again. Oh, but yeah, there's also the game. And the game's super important, because I think this is where everybody everybody who's gonna listen has heard of Homestuck. Homestuck did a Kickstarter a while ago. Andrew Hussey decided that for post-Homestuck, he wanted to do a video game. Yeah, it, it, it didn't it reach about $2 million? His goal was $700,000, which was a lot on Kickstarter at the time. This is back in uh, October 2012. Goal was $700,000. Final total that they got was $2,485,506 to make this Homestuck video game. And uh, the greatest thing ever came out of this. At the $10,000 backing level, you had the option to have your own central appear in Homestuck. And this has already happened. Two backers got this. They got to have their fantrals appear in Homestuck. They were in precisely one panel. And the next panel, they were one on panel alive. Huh? And one panel <laughs> Okay, one panel alive, and the next panel, they were on fire. Just, like, covered in flames. And that is all we ever saw. Did you? Oh. Did any of you guys back it? I was not in uh-huh. Homestuck at the time. I hadn't... I didn't either. I really, really wanted to. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh. I didn't have money. Also, also, on this one panel thing, I'd like to mention that in Homestuck, there is a butterfly which lasts longer than these two yes. trolls did. So a butterfly, which was absolutely free, compared to these who spent t- together twenty grand to appear in the Homestuck panel. The butterfly manages to survive longer before being shot out of the sky by a gigantic bazooka. So. Well, so does a firefly. There's a firefly named Serenity, which... Yeah. 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 The cross-fandom jokes are just yeah. constant. Like, every panel in Homestuck either has a reference to another fandom or an old joke, or just Lately, there's been dragons and shit all over the place. Yeah. Which, according, Blade Kind Eyewear thinks it, because uh, I, I really fall off with Blade Kind Eyewear. I think his theories are great. I love it. Um, he, uh, he thinks that it's foreshadowing for Jade killing the Condess, or, sorry, Jane killing the Condess and turning actually evil. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I'm taking her place. Oh, that's uh, a baby, not a cat. That's a cat, not a baby, actually. Oh, okay. Okay, so I think we've done a lot of recommendations. I think we're about to wrap up for the day. Um, so... One thing. Okay. There is a fic that I read recently that I have oh, been writing about. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Dion? Oh, God. The of this fic, and it is an accurate description. You never linked it to me. I told you I'd do a cold reading. I did link it to you, I swear to god. I linked it to you on this. Fine. Put it, I'm gonna link it right here, right now. It's called... Is this the curry? This is called Good Korma. (laughs) It's Korma kind of curry. And the summary is, in which Dave enters into amorous relations with a plate of curry. Get out. (laughs) This, that's literally what it is. Okay, so you know what I have to do now? I have to do the cold reading of this before this episode is released so that we can have a link to the cold reading. Yes. And I have to contact the author and be like, hey, can I podfic this? Can I podfic your your fanfic about Dave fucking Curry? 
And thanks, actually, I have to say one one more other thing. Solid in fix in slash fix. Slash fix, slash fix, slash fix. Solix. Oh, oh god. We haven't we haven't um we haven't talked about Schweens at all. Uh, and Kate so, is like, can we no. do the tentabulges before we go, please? Okay, quick quick thing before we go. Tentabulges. So Tentacle. Carcat at, at various times has has yelled about nooks and bulges, and fandom has decided that trolls are in fact hermaphrodite. They're hermaphroditic. Or or uh, at least uh, oh Katie's Katie's interested. So basically, um and going further along with that, there was this one Gamzee cosplayer a while ago who had a toy from Bad Dragon Dildos, uh, and it was a large tentacle. And it was purple, which is Gamzee's blood color. We didn't even discuss blood colors. Each troll has a blood color. Um, he had it of his and blood there's, color. There's a class system based on it. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. Your your place in society is based on what your blood color is. And this cosplayer put this dil- dildo just coming out of his pants, so it looked like he had a giant tentacle penis. And the fandom looked at this and said, "Yes." This shall be a thing. And pretty much every Homestuck fan art and fanfic since then, trolls have had ginormous tentacle penises. And if it is Solix Captor, who is the troll whose entire gimmick is based on his duality, he has two giant tentacle penises. The one issue with this is... Hey. Is that the one thing I don't like about tentacles is that it's very difficult for Aerodent to have dick fins if tentacles are involved. Look, I can still have <clears throat> dick fins. I'd just like to say, for everyone who's listening to this podcast and has gone on this far, welcome to Homestuck. <laughs> yes. Welcome <laughs> tentacle to Homestuck. Dicks. Uh, tentacle <laughs> dicks. And, uh, yeah, two of them. Uh, and sometimes fins. Yep, and so uh, that's Homestuck, and uh, on that note, I think we should really wrap it up. My name is Kitsune Hart, and again, this has been... Dylan. Uh-huh. And I'm Robin, and my fan name is Dread Pirate Robin. And I'm Katie, otherwise known as Shudden Princess. Okay. And this is Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, um, thank you for listening to Splash Report, and... I hope to do another episode of this after the Gigapause has ended. So hopefully they'll let me come back to uh, maybe just expand upon this discussion of tentacles. All right. Uh, and thank you, everyone. And goodbye. Everybody, let me tell you about Homestuck.
Edward, wind and shade, frost and fog, slide and rain, vagabond and mendicant, renegade consorts and denizens, sky, yeah, 413, countdown to the reckoning, Durst and prospect, carapaces, pogo, hammer, sassica. You can't find the homestuck, though it's weird and random, it's the greatest fandom. You can't find the homestuck, true, it's quite outrageous, but it's so contagious. Jasper, secret, Dave, Sprite, Casey, Nudie, Doom, Timelines, good. Causes many people's and black queen knack knack stuffing corpses shoosh pap robot bunnies midnight group hey cool kid is this you will cow babies ectobiology apple juice pupa pan mid cake city of cans dot scratch snowman i warned you about those stairs man god tears march drago even is this douchebag Code, this fandom's about to explode. You can't fight the 